time, folks! This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Alex Cardinale. Live from Springfield, Massachusetts. Happy Thanksgiving 2015 to our listeners of the American Variety Network. Enjoy your turkey and get ready for some Christmas shopping right after your meal. This is the 250th episode of the American Variety Network on Blog Talk Radio. This is going to be a very special two-hour celebration as once again we make history by surpassing our last milestone of 200 episodes with 250 episodes. Let's get the celebration started now. Oh yeah! going on right here? A celebration lasts throughout the years. So bring your good times and your laughter too. We're gonna celebrate your party with you. Come on now. Ladies and gentlemen, I, Alice Cardinelli, the host of the American Variety Network, proudly welcome you to our 250th episode American Bash celebration live right here on Blog Talk Radio. Woo! Tonight, with you, my listeners, I'm going to celebrate 250 episodes of hard work, dedication, frustration, and even blood, sweat, and tears to provide you, my listeners, with quality shows. I am proud to reach a small milestone of 250 episodes, and tonight we are going to have a blast. Over the next two hours, you're going to have so much fun and surprises that you're all going to enjoy this show. This will be one of my few shows where I guarantee you, my listeners, will leave shocked and you're going to enjoy this show. Now, planned for tonight's 250th episode, American Bash. I've got three special surprise guests. One will be live from the 2015 Ohio Cichlid Association Extravaganza. I've got a surprise reefer and fitness guru, and I've also got a special surprise guest. Ladies and gentlemen, these guests are going to be here on our 250th episode, and I am really honored to have them. The first guest will be here in a few minutes. The second guest will be at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern. And the third guest will be here at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our first guest is Mr. Jonathan Trzynski, who will be broadcasting live from the Ohio Cichlid Association Extravaganza. Our second guest is going to be a loyal listener and a good friend of mine, Mr. Jeremy Stellhorn. And our third and final guest, is coming to us from Canada, and he is a reefer and a fitness guru, and that is Mr. Ryan Markley. So I am really excited for all of these awesome guests that we're going to have on our 250th episode. Plus, on top of our awesome guest, I have some comedy clips 
that may make you laugh or they may make you cringe. But I'm going to play some comedy clips from George Carlin. I'm also going to have a blast from the past where I'll play four of our best callers in the past history of the American Variety Network and maybe more if time progresses and much more. This is going to be an awesome celebration. All right, guys, this show is being recorded live. So if you wish to call in and join in on the celebration, then feel free to do so. The call-in number is one three four seven nine eight nine eight four two. So call in to congratulate us on 250 episodes or to ask one of our guests a question. That's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got one question for you. Are you ready? Are you ready to celebrate 250 episodes? Great. Well, the 250th episode begins right after this. Coming up next, our first special surprise guest will be live from the 2015 Ohio Cyclist Association Extravaganza. So, don't go anywhere, because we're going to start the show with our first guest.
Tune in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Block Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Hi, Jeremy Stillhorn. I'm tuned into the American Variety Network where I find the show is very educational and entertaining. Are you bold enough to call in and interact with tonight's topic? Well, prove it by calling in live at 1-347-989-8142 to ask questions about tonight's topic or share your thoughts on tonight's topic. Just pick up your phone and dial 1-347-989-8142 and go into a quiet location. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. Now let's get on with the show. It's celebration time. Tonight live on Blog Talk Radio, the American Variety Network, and Alex Cardinale celebrate 250 episodes. This is our historic 250th episode American Bash where Alex Cardinale and his listeners will proudly celebrate all of the hard work, all of the dedication that it takes to put together a hard-working podcast for you the hard-working listeners. Join us over the next two hours for a fun 250th episode celebration with three awesome special surprise guests, some comedy clips, and even some past callers. Would you like to congratulate us on our 250th episode? Simply call 1-347-989-8142. Now, let the fireworks begin. The 250th episode celebration starts right now. Put your hands together for the first of three special surprise guests. 
Ladies and gentlemen live from the 2015 Ohio Cichlid Association extravaganza is monster fish and cichlid lover Jonathan Strazinski. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming our very first guest of the evening. I am very honored to have this guest on the show. He is a fellow monster fish lover like myself. You guys know that I love the Oscars and the Pacus and the Red Tail Cat. So I'm really honored to have him here on the 250th episode. Hey, Jonathan, how are you today? And thank you so much for accepting the offer to be on the 250th episode. Uh, I'm I'm great. Uh, I'd uh, like to congratulate you on your 250th episode. This is awesome. Thank you very much. It means a lot to me. I'm really happy to have you here on the show. Really honored to accept the opportunity. Well, you, thanks for offering, and it's, it's great. I think it's great. Awesome. So uh, where exactly are you broadcasting live from? Tell us about the extravaganza. Well, I'm uh, I'm in Strongsville. I'm at the Strongsville Holiday Inn in Strongsville, Ohio, which is uh, just west of Cleveland, uh, right by the airport, actually. Um, and we're celebrating our 21st OCA extravaganza, Ohio Cichlid Association extravaganza, and right now it's in full swing. Um, we just had uh, uh, the awards benefit where all the uh, showfish people who worked uh, so incredibly hard to show their fish, uh, they got all their awards tonight, and then we had a manufacturer's auction, and uh, the showroom just opened back up, and uh, it's exciting. It's fun. It's great. Oh, that's awesome. So that's pretty cool that you're actually broadcasting live from the uh, extravaganza. Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> um, come to this event every year, and it's kind of funny because um, uh, as a little kid, I remember that exciting feeling a couple days before Christmas, and uh, that's kind of how I get before the extravaganza. This is like my, this is like my Christmas now. Um, <laughs> I see people that I only see once a year. Um, and, and lately it, it's about the people, you know, I love the people here. It's, uh, it's a great time. Oh, it sounds like a great so, time. Yeah, we have, a, we have a lot of fun. Um, it's, uh, it's like one big family. Um, and the, uh, extravaganza itself is, uh, well, it's, it's the world's largest, uh, cichlid and catfish show, um, Cichlids are uh, percheforms. Um, Oscars are cichlids. Angelfish are cichlids. Um, tilapia, if you've had tilapia at a restaurant or cooked it at home, that's actually a cichlid. Um, but it's more than just a more than just a fish show. Um, we have world class speakers that come. We bring in every year, and they talk about cichlids and catfish and. Uh, um, we have we've had people like uh, Melanie Stasnia, who is a, um, a National Geographic scientist, come and speak at our our show. Odd Conings, just to name a couple. Um, and there's in the showroom, like I said, this year there was 148, I think, uh, entries in the show. And oh, nice. uh, the the fish show, the, the fish room also doubles as like the vendors area, where you can get things like from Pleco Caves. Or, um, you know, we have people selling discus, we have people selling fish food, we have people selling books, we have, you know, it, it's incredible. We have people 
um, like uh, who come in and set up entire racks of fish tanks and sell fish from uh, Imperial Tropicals flies up from Florida and brings fish and sets up 20 fish tanks and, and sells high quality cichlids and, and other kinds of fish like uh, striped silver dollars um, you know things that things that you're not going to find in a pet store um, I mean the show also has a swap meet um, there's a <laughs> there's a kid decorating contest for like 10 gallon they set, uh, set up a 10 gallon tank and they decorate it and vote to see who's got the best tank and then they get to take the tank home so um, but the, it, actually the, the coolest part of the extravaganza is uh, the entire hotel turns into like a giant flea market with people selling fish out of their rooms and supplies um, people prop their doors open to their room and people just you know it, it's, it's, it's like a fish nerd nirvana <laughs> well that sounds pretty cool it's uh, it's it's fantastic. I mean, you can walk the halls and and shop in people's rooms. Um, you know, this year I I sold some Festay, and uh, I, I only brought a couple of tanks. Um, I mean, but what more could you ask for, really? <laughs> yeah, great it sounds people, like great a, fish. sounds like a great time. So, yeah, I love it. I love coming every year. So have it's, you actually uh, bought any fish this year? Yes. Um, <clears throat> I just bought some today. Uh, I bought a, a breeding pair of uh, uh, jaguar cichlids, Paracromus manuensis. Oh, nice. Uh, male is probably eight or nine inches. The female is maybe six or seven inches. But that's all I've purchased. So, but there's... Uh, there's all kinds of cichlids here. There's African cichlids, Central and South American cichlids, tons of rare catfish, uh, zebra striped plecos that sell for a hundred bucks a piece. You can probably come wow. and get them here for fifty or sixty bucks a piece. Um, ton, I mean, just tons of stuff. And in the show, people bring you know fish that are their pets. I brought my red tail catfish this year to show. And he's, uh, she actually just found out from our expert that, uh, she's 21 inches and, uh, she took third place in her class. So that's kind of cool. Congratulations. You know, thank you. Um, it's <laughs> I love fun. Red a lot tail. of work, but it's fun. Yeah. Red tail. Just about everything I have is, uh, is I'd consider a rescue. Uh, the red tail was uh, three inches long when we got her, and uh, she was half dead. And uh, pulled her pulled her back from <clears throat> from that. And on the car ride home, um, I have four kids. This was a couple years ago. On the car ride home, everybody's you know, hey, what should we name the catfish? And <laughs> everybody's spouting off these names. And uh, my youngest yells from all the way in the back of the suburban, hey, I think we should name him Toast. And everybody laughed, you know, toast, you know. So uh, after everybody calmed down, I'm like, hey, buddy, so what's, uh, why toast? And <laughs> from a six from a six-year-old's mouth, he says, because everything that's going to be in his tank is going to be toast. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so, but 
we have a tiger shovel nose catfish also, and uh, but at any rate, as far as the the, the neatest thing about the extravaganza, um, like I said, you know, it's the people. Um, I've met people like uh, well Don Danko, who has done so much for the cichlid hobby. It's not even funny. Um, discovered all kinds of species. Uh, Dan Woodland, Rusty Wessel, Odd Conings is here. Um, I've met Don Conkle, Charlie Grimes, Dr. Wayne Leibel was here last year, met him. Uh, Shane Linder, I don't know if anybody goes on uh, um, his forum. Is this forum online called? Jeez, I'm drawing a drawing a blank now. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> But, um, yeah, Planet Catfish. That's what it is. I don't oh, know very nice. Planet Catfish. I'm a member of it on there. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Jules, uh, Julian Dingo was here this year. That's his website, Planet Catfish. And very he's nice. the one who, who, uh, he had a couple of great talks this year. He's the one who uh, told us that our red tail was was a girl. Um, I don't know, Mike Drowdy, Ted Judy, Willem Hines, Chris Biggs. All these, all these, uh, what what my buddy Pete likes to call fish heroes. <laughs> oh no. You know, I, I've met all these people. I've hung out with them. I've had a beer with them. They're uh, they're just they're everybody's just great people, you know. So awesome show. Nice. So I've actually heard that you actually uh, keep in a uh, rescue monster fish, right? I do. Um, <clears throat> I don't rescue monster fish like I used to. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Monster Fish Rescue, uh, but that was me. Uh, it's no longer open to the public uh, due to, like, uh, lack of support, shut us down, financial support. Um, but once you start rescuing fish, you sort of build this reputation, and people often come to me and ask if I'll take certain fish or if I know someone who can take a fish that they have um, so I don't do it on the same scale that I used to, um, but I still do it. So, and it's, uh, it's rewarding. It's just not a lot of people out there care about fish, but a lot of people I do know, <laughs> a lot of people I know do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what kind of monster fish do you keep and what size sink do you have? <clears throat> um, well, we keep quite a few monsters. Um, we have two Florida gars that are eh, right around two foot, maybe a little bit bigger. Um, those were actually a rescue from the Science Museum here in Cleveland. Um, have two Oxydorus Niger, or the the Ripsaw cat. Oh, very nice. Those are uh, those are 16 inches, about now. Well, maybe 18, 20 inches. It's hard to tell in the big tank. Um, one of them we've raised from about three inches long. The other one was a rescue. And um, we have a tiger shovel-nosed catfish, uh, which my son Dominic named Spot. 
um, rescued him when he was about 16 inches. He's maybe 26 inches now. Uh, of course, we have Toast, the red tail cat. Uh, we have an arowana. Her name is Mary Jane. Uh, we have, <laughs> I love arowana. <clears throat> yeah, you know, the, the funny thing about the arowana is uh, it's a year old, and it's two foot. Um, the astonishing growth rate on these things. And people used to tell me all the time, you know, you should get an arowana, you should get an arowana and raise it. And uh, I had rescued quite a few, you know, anywhere from two foot to almost four foot in the past and rehomed them. Um, And nothing really ever excited me about them. But uh, I'll tell you what, I'm really, it's an awesome fish. It's, uh, It's really cool. You know, and this is coming from somebody who used to just strictly keep cichlids. Um, but we have a clown knife. Um, let's see. I think the clown's knife, clown knife's name is Shanene. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have, um, the common name would be a, a firewood cat. It's a Sorabamictis planiceps. Um, that's something I don't know if your listeners would want to look up. This catfish gets five feet long. And it's very long and streamlined. And the reason why they're called firewood cats is uh, the natives will catch them, dry them out, and use them as firewood because there's no meat on them. (laughs) Um, We have a giraffe cat, which we're still trying to decide if the giraffe cat is a a dwarf giraffe cat or going to turn into something that gets 30 inches long. Um, And we also have a tigrinus, and his name is Toby. Um, Tigrinus are those uh, beautiful shovel-nosed catfish that have the long streamers on their uh, on their dorsal fin and their caudal fin. Um, that's a cool fish, rare, you know. Um, and I've also got a lot of uh, species of large-growing Central and South American cichlids, feste, Oscars, um, the true parrot cichlid. And uh, let's see, you asked how big my aquarium is. Um, We currently are running 32 or 33 fish tanks. And the total, I think the total gallonage is right around 2,800 gallons. Wow. Uh, One of which is, one of which is a 14 foot, 1200 gallon fish tank. Very nice. Which is where all the big guys live. Nice. So I got one more question for you. Do you think monster okay. fish like red-tailed catfish, pakus, and other monsters belong in the aquarium hobby? Absolutely not. Um, <clears throat> the problem with the problem with fish is most people who buy fish, it's an impulse purchase. And if people would take the time to do the research, uh, like they would do if they were going to buy a dog or if they were going to get a rabbit or a horse, you're going to do the research to find out what kind of care that animal needs. And in my opinion, you should do the research before you purchase a fish, no matter what it is, really. Um, You can go to your local pet store, look at the fish, come home, look it up. I mean, uh, there are plenty of forums out there who have experts who can help you. There are plenty of experts on Facebook who can help you. 
Um, but but things like red-tailed catfish that get four feet long and weigh 80, 90 pounds, there's only a handful of people who can handle a fish like that and keep it for the duration of its 30 or 45 years, however long they live. I don't think anybody really knows how long they live. Um, that's a huge commitment. And um, you have to have proper filtration. They're they're very messy. They're very messy eaters. Um, they poop a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, and, and things like pacus. Pacus can get 38 inches. And they like to school. So, you know, what are you going to do with a 38-inch fish that's 20 inches tall and prefers to live with five or six of its own kind all the time? That's, you need a swimming pool, you know? Um, they shouldn't be sold. In I my agree opinion. With you. But, you know, you people see a, a red-tailed catfish at three inches long at a pet store, and they are in essence, the definition of adorable. And they just, people buy them up and, and they think, okay, I'm going to get a 125-gallon tank. That's a huge tank. Well, when you have a six-foot tank and your fish grows to four foot, you're going to stunt its growth um, and it's going to die early. And that's not fair to the animal. So... Absolutely not. There's a long list of species. Most of everything that I just read off that I keep <laughs> shouldn't be sold. Um, iridescent, irid, iridescent sharks, for Pete's sake. Every every big box store out there sells iridescent sharks, and they sell them at two inches for five or six dollars. They get thirty inches for Pete's sake. <laughs> you know. So, sorry, I get a little passionate about it. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate being a guest, and you did a fantastic job of uh, explaining monster fish to us. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's all about education. That's true. I had a great time having you on the show. Have a great night now. All right, thanks very much. You're welcome. Thank you for being a guest on our 250 episode. Hey, congratulations again. Thank you. Have a great Good luck night. In the future. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Yep. All right. Awesome. What an awesome way to start our 250th episode. I would like to thank Mr. Jonathan Zinski for being our first guest. He was broadcasting live from the Ohio Cichlid Association Extravaganza. So we have a lot more coming up on this great show, including two more special guests. Now, tonight, we're going to have a commercial-free show, just some music playing with time permitting, of course. Now, our intermersion will consist of blast from the past clips and comedy clips. So, our quick little commercial break tonight is going to be past callers and some comedy clips. So, now, it's time to take a trip down memory lane. I'd like to play... Some of my best callers from the past, right here, right now, on our 250th episode. Now, if you want to call in live and interact with our 250th episode, please feel free to do so at one 
347-989-8142. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, right now we're going to hear four of our best callers in American Variety Network history. The first blast from the past is actually one of my only live on location broadcasts of 2015. This first blast from the past is Six Flags New England communications manager Jennifer Graff. Our second blast from the past is my good friend Donovan Barger calling into one of my fish shows. My third blast from the past is from this past Halloween with another friend of mine, Jeremy Stellhorn, calling in. And the final one is from an old WWE Zone Radio right here on American Variety Network. So let's go ahead and hear our blast from the past right now on our 250th episode. Wonderful guest on the show today, a very nice lady by the name of Mrs. Jennifer McGrath, who is the Six Flags New England Communications Manager. So let's give her a round of applause and welcome her to the show. Jen, how are you doing today? I'm well. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to share some great information about, as you mentioned, one of the greatest places on the planet. I'm glad that you accept the opportunity to come. I was really excited when I got your email saying that you were really interested in doing it. Yeah, we are always excited to share our brand new Coaster Wicked Sight Zone and all the other great attractions. We have over 100 different attractions here at the park. Ride games, shows, you name it. There's so much to do at Six Flags New England. Awesome. So what exactly is your role with Six Flags New England? Well, my role as a communications manager, understandably, I do all media interviews, whether they be TV, radio, and or paper. And then one of my favorite parts of my role is community outreach, working with all the nonprofits and really being able to share uh, not only the thrills that we do, but the great things we do within the community, whether it's raising money, hosting an event, and really just leveraging all the nonprofits throughout New England. Not many people know this. We work with over 3,000 nonprofit charities throughout New England. It's very, very powerful. Oh, that's awesome. Sounds like something pretty good. Yeah, I feel I have one of the best jobs on the planet. And another great thing that we're able to do is showcase our brand new rides. Wicked Cyclone this year is just an incredible attraction. We actually just won USA Today's Best New attraction and that's pretty impressive as we went against some massive attractions throughout the planet so we're excited to be the best right here in Agua, Massachusetts. Awesome and I definitely agree with you on that so I know a lot of my listeners are excited to hear about the new attraction Wicked Cyclone so if you could tell us about your new attraction that has recently just opened the Wicked Cyclone. Yeah Wicked Cyclone we opened in May and let me tell you this project wasn't a quick one it actually been years in the making and we retired Cyclone last year in late summer and we announced then in August that we were going to be building the first hybrid coaster to hit the East Coast and what a hybrid coaster is is keeping the foundation wooden frame of the original coaster cyclone but the track is completely new and the experience is absolutely sensational you have a 78 degree drop 120 degree overbank turn uh, more airtime on this coaster than any other coaster on the east coast and you, that's extremely impressive as you're going against top rides like bizarre or even goliath right here at our park and you have upside down three times so it's a totally different ride experience and not only is the ride different but the theming the all-around experience and the queue line it's an interactive experience and our, our fans have just said it is the absolute best coaster and maybe top ranked on the planet that's awesome so it's currently open right now for some of the visitors absolutely open right now and it's a great ride and there is two trains 
and they each hold 24 individuals, so we have a great throughput rate on the attraction. And again, it's a really unique experience, extremely smooth. Many of our fans say that steel coasters are the smoothest. Well, just imagine even smoother as this hybrid newer ride technology almost has that sensation of you're floating uh, rather than maybe that jerking from side to side feeling you maybe get on that classic wooden coaster, which, I mean, that, that's what many people love, woody coasters, and we have thunderbolts here at the park that will remain, and it just gives us a whole different variety of attractions in our park. We are home to 11 different roller coasters here at Six Flags New England. We have a caller here on the show. We'll uh, take this caller and see uh, if they'd like to talk about some saltwater fish. Hi, you're now live on Aquarium Talk the Podcast, and thank you very much for calling in. Hey, Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing great. I just want to call in and chat saltwater with you for a while. Sounds good. Uh, it'll be awesome. That'll be awesome. Yeah, um, I was kind of wanting to comment on your damsel situation here. Okay, sounds good. I totally agree with you on the damsel situation. If you want aggressive fish, that's fine. They're little buttheads. Um, also, I had damsels just because I had a, a little a reef tank going on, and I wanted a little bit more color, and that's all that was pretty much in there. Yeah, damsels are actually pretty nice. I think that a lot of people, when they start their hobby, they want to add all sorts of fish, but damsels are extremely aggressive. They will kill other fish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I tried adding uh, more damsels, which I did add more damsels, with one that I've had since the beginning, and he was just a butthead to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They remind me of, like convicts and Jack Dempsey's of the saltwater hobby. They're so aggressive. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That, to me, you know, I have African cichlids, so that's what they reminded me of. And I'm like, good lord, they're like little piranhas or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I've heard that a lot of people as feeders in saltwater too for their predators like uh, snowflake eels and the ones that get huge like groupers. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, the cool thing I found out with, like, your predator tanks is there's always something that eats something else, and it's just really cool. Yeah, honestly, I think the saltwater predators are much better than the freshwater ones. I agree on that. They're just, they're amazing. Just a little bit more uh, deeper in the pockets for me, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be saying that soon. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so when you get into the bigger tank. You know, are you really going to turn into your uh, 150 or 125 or whatever into a solar tank? Not right away, but uh, maybe in the future. I'm thinking about it. That way I can have a couple of tanks and some triggers. That'd be really cool. I know. I'm just trying to figure out how much it's going to cost exactly. Woo! Um... <laughs> <laughs> a lot. <laughs> that tank would definitely have to be a fish only with live rock tank. Uh, if I was going to do totally corals, that would be 55. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for that. My Wi-Fi went out, and I apologize for 
all of the dead air that was there. So we're going to get right back into our blast from the past, and uh, we're going to play our next blast from the past clip, and that was my good friend's Halloween call. I do apologize for my live listeners for the dead air. We had some uh, technical Wi-Fi issues. But here we go. Here is our next Blast in the Past clip. We have a caller here on the 2015 Halloween Extravaganza right here on the American Variety Network. Happy Halloween, and thank you so much for calling in to the Halloween episode of the American Variety Network. Hey, Alex. Happy Halloween to you, too. This is Jeremy Stillhorn from Redbud, Illinois. How's your hey, Halloween Jer- going, Alex? Hey, Jeremy. How are you doing today, sir? Good, good. Happy Halloween, man. Thanks. You, too. So, uh, what is your favorite candy on Halloween? Anything dark chocolate, you know. You, the Dark chocolate, you can't get enough of that, you know. It's a good deal. Uh, so, yeah, I really I like, like the dark, dark chocolate. chocolate Milky Ways and Kisses. Ah, nice. The dark chocolate Milky Way, especially with the caramel. Nice contrast yep. to flavor. Yep. So, do you have any favorite Christmas, uh, favorite Halloween traditions? Every year we do, like, a family chili cook-off, so they judge who does the best um, chili. And then the kids all go trick-or-treating. We go throughout my aunt's neighborhood in Columbia, Illinois. It's a good time. All my cousins get together. I'm from a giant family. So we have lots of kids. We've got a big old group. It's a real good time, aunts and uncles, and hanging out with family. My little guy's going to be a pug this year. He's all excited about it. I'll have to send you a picture. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, the, chili, the chili contest, uh, chili judging sounds pretty unique. That's awesome for you guys. Yeah, um, my wife, since I'm allergic to tomatoes, she makes a pretty mean black bean chili with corn and some stuff. It's a really good deal. So she got second last year. We're trying for first this year. We add a little more spice. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds awesome. I'm a big fan of chili, so I know that you guys must make a killer chili. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good deal. So uh, what are some of your favorite uh, Halloween memories that you have? When we were kids, of course, you know, the house that gave away the sodas and the big candy bars were always a big hit. I always went with my my Aunt Charlene. She's a couple years older than me, and then my little brother and sister. And we went around Birchville, Illinois, throughout town and seen all the kids we went to school with and stuff. It was always neat, you know, as a little kid being Grover, seeing your friend being Big Bird or whatever. It was kind of fun. Now you think back, you're all grown up, and you see each other with their kids out and stuff. You remember the good old days when you did it. All the houses, all the people that you haven't seen in years, you see walking around town. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I know I feel like an old man now that I'm 22 years old. (laughs) For Halloween, especially. (laughs) I'm telling you, those first few years, yeah. But it's fun giving the candy out. The first few years we were married, it was really neat. And then we would give out candy and see all the neighbor kids and everything. My wife would dress her little dogs up. My little dog Duke was a little devil and my dog Hazard was a construction worker. So the kids always got a big laugh out of that. They thought that was funny. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I've been eating a lot of candy today. So uh, I think the big part of Halloween for me that I like is the candy. Yeah, I, I like the candy. We do some of the candy corn and then they got the York peppermint patties and different stuff. 
so that's always good and got a belly full of chili coming so <laughs> i'm excited about that <laughs> oh so your family's lucky you get the you get the bowls the sweet and the savory on halloween yes you get exactly the the candy and the savory from the chili exactly it's a good deal and it fills <laughs> you up and it keeps you warm for the walk it's a little chilly that's good outside yeah <laughs> So, uh, do you think it's a little too early to start thinking about Thanksgiving and Christmas? Um, my son's birthday is after, right after Thanksgiving, so we got that all planned out. So, no, I'm kind of putting off Christmas at the moment, but we've been keeping an eye on stuff for a good deal for Christmas, you know, spoil everybody. So, I don't want to hear the songs and everything yet. Don't really care to see the decorations as of yet, but I do understand it's their biggest time of year for sale, so... You know, it is what it is. I kind of like till after Thanksgiving they put the stuff out, but, you know, Good Friday and now they shop on Thanksgiving too, so they need to do their advertising early. Yeah, I was just thinking because I was at the store today buying some Halloween candy and I already saw Christmas candy and Christmas decorations and I was saying it's not even Halloween yet. We didn't, we didn't get through Halloween yet. <laughs> we went to the mall to buy my son some shoes, and they had a bunch of their Christmas stuff out, too. It was like, good grief, we haven't even got turkey yet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you have but, a happy Halloween. You, too. Happy Halloween, Alex. Enjoy, and to all your listeners, have a happy Halloween, guys. Stay safe. Thank you for calling in. <laughs> <All right. laughs> you have a good day, Alex. Bye. You, too. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I see that we have our first caller of the evening. You are now live on the line, live on the line. with Alex Cardinelli. Hi, you're now live on WWE Hour here on Ace Network. Thank you very much for calling into the Elimination Chamber 2015 preview show. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, so um, we're um, so the elimination chamber. Um, this is a very good pay review. Right now, I'm looking forward to um, because clearly, also clearly, the one match that I feel like blew my mind the most is having the tag team titles defended inside the elimination chamber. I'm like um, I'm 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 still confused on how how are they gonna do that? Are they gonna have like 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 I don't know like one person from like two teams start off? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Like I don't know how I don't know how they're supposed to do that. Yeah, I'm kind of confused with that match as well. I'm kind of interested in seeing how that's going to work, but I think that they're going to have uh, one tag team in each of the pods. So I think they're going to have uh, a tag team in one of the four pods, and they're going to have the five second countdown, and one of the tag teams will come out of the pods like a, a normal elimination chamber. But instead of having one superstar, they're going to have two superstars in the pod, but I'm kind of interested in you know, seeing how that's going to work. Yeah, I know, but you know, you know the one, the, the one the worst thing I feel like in the tag team matches, like, there were, there's a bunch of tag teams I feel like they should not put in there for, like, um, Los Matadors, or, like, the primetime players, like, you know, what they, the one team that I feel like, let's say, the, that I thought should have been in there, let's say instead of Los Matadors, I would have put Harper and Rowan, because I was like, why not Harper and Rowan? Because, like, they, they, like, you know, what, is, is like, they brought them back, but the, like Harper and Rowan are back together, but they're not even on a they're not even in a tag team title hunt. But like you know, I feel like I, instead of like, if I could eliminate one tag team, I would eliminate Los Matadors and replace them with Harper and Rowan. 
Oh, yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think Harper and Rowan should be in the tag team elimination chamber match. I think um, they probably would have won if they were in that match. I feel the same way you do. They definitely belong in that elimination chamber. Yeah, yeah I know. And, like, um, wait, is it, isn't Bray? Yeah, I know. Because, like, but, like, but, um, yeah. So, like, yeah, um, that's weird. But, of course, the Ascension, really amazing. I like the the Ascension is also... They're also getting back because, like, they've been buried for, like, the past months, but now they're back. They're, like, they're now getting their victories. And, of course, like, um, the Lucha Dragons, amazing tag team. Like, um, well, so far, well, um, so, yeah, so uh, the tag team division, ho- I hope tag team division gets very, very better because, like, yeah, Elimination Chamber match, like, yeah. And um, and also another Elimination Chamber, isn't is it true that, um, 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 well, who was it, um, Rusev isn't isn't is Rusev isn't Bray? I heard that rumor that Bray Wyatt would be replacing Rusev because Rusev got like he got like injured at like a house show, so like he can't, so he's he's not on their card anymore. Like there's the rumor that he's replacing that Bray Wyatt will be his replacement. I heard that too, and I think if Bray Wyatt does eventually replace Rusev, I feel that Bray Wyatt will eventually uh, win the Intercontinental Title inside the Elimination Chamber, and I think it could be a a good way to elevate Bray Wyatt into a nice main event superstar because I know the WWE is looking to make the Intercontinental Championship a uh, major title again, and I think it belongs on Bray Wyatt's waist if they want to make that title relevant again. All right, guys, that was our blast from the past right here on our 250th episode. So we're a little bit behind schedule because of the tech issues. So I'm going to save the uh, George Carlin comedy clips for the second half of tonight's show. And we're actually getting ready for our next special guest on our 250th episode. Uh, And I'd like to remind our live listeners out there, I'm glad I see so many of you, that you can call in live at one three four seven. 989-8142 989-8142 to join our awesome show this evening or to ask our guest a question or two. And uh, I see that we have a caller right now. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, bring this caller on our 250th episode. Hi, you're now live on the 250th episode of the American Variety Network. And thank you so much for calling in. Alex, man, happy 250th episode. Thank you, Donovan. That means a lot to me. Thank you so much for calling in. You're welcome, man. Is everything going good tonight? Yeah, I'm having a blast tonight. This is an awesome show, and I waited a whole month for it, and I'm really excited to have this great show. It sounds great, man. I think uh, everything is going well tonight. Awesome. I really appreciate your call. It means a lot to me. You're welcome, man. Have a good evening. Thank you, sir. You have a great evening, too. Awesome. That was my good friend, Donovan. And, Donovan, I'd like to say uh, thank you so much for calling in. All right, so before we move on to our next guest, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone who has helped make the American Variety Network a big success. The first person I'm going to give a shout-out is another good friend of mine, and his name is Jeremy Stellhorn. Now, Jeremy has been a huge friend of mine. He has actually advertised my show, which brought me listeners from his state 
and some other states as well. Ever since Jeremy has been advertising my show, I've seen a huge increase in my listeners, and I am being totally honest with that. So, Jeremy, I'd like to say thank you for helping me become successful. And not only have you helped me with my listeners, you tune into all of my shows live, which means a lot to me. My next shout-out goes to Donovan Barger. Now, Donovan's a wonderful friend of mine as well. He tunes into every single one of my shows, and he actually co-hosts a few series with me here on the American Variety Network, like the Man Cave and like the wonderful uh, Aquarium Talk show that we have, so I'm appreciative of that. I'd like to say thank you to Slashmaster1989, Jeff, for being a wonderful listener and a great co-host, and hopefully in the future we can get Jeff back here on the American Variety Network. I'd like to say thank you to Sesvid Ryan for being a great saltwater host. He'll be back next Saturday and doing another saltwater show. I'd like to say thank you to Paula Picca, my good friend. Uh, she is a really loyal listener of my show. I definitely have to give a big shout-out to entertainer Ryan Serini, who is actually a sponsor for the American Variety Network. Really, really uh, am thankful to have Ryan be a part of the American Variety Network. And I have to give a big thank you to all the people behind the scenes, my personal friends and family members who have picked me up when I was down, and all of the people who give me ideas for shows. You see, it's not just me that comes on your computer and does the podcast. I've got people advertising for me. I've got people funding me guests. And I've got people giving me ideas for shows. So there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that goes on to provide the American Variety Network for you. And I have to say thank you to all of you, my listeners. I would not be talking to an audience if it weren't for you. I love you listeners. So thank you very much for being here and being a part of this great podcast. And... Last but not least, well, I know this shout-out is going to shock a lot of people, and it may even surprise people, but you know I'm not the kind of person who erases things from history and believes it does not exist, because quite simply, I don't believe in that kind of stuff. Now, most of you, my loyal listeners, know that I have had a love-hate relationship with this man, and we had our final straw, but I will admit he has helped me out, and he's helped my podcast out a bit, despite our hard feelings, so I'd like to thank Mr. William T. Hannaford for his help over the past few years from helping the Aquatic Wetline to American Variety Network. He has helped make me better on my podcasting ability, and I'm thankful for that. I cannot deny that any longer. I hope he is doing well, and I wish him well in his future endeavors. All right, so we have another caller here on our 250th episode. 
Hello, you're now live on our 250th episode, and I'd like to thank you so much for calling in. May I ask who's calling? Hello? Hey, hey, stop it, stop it. Don't you do that. Not on my show tonight. What the hell is wrong with you? I don't know who the hell that was, but certainly was not funny in my opinion. All right, so now moving along, it's now time for our second guest. And I'm extremely honored to have this man as a guest here on my 250th episode. Who will have the honor of being our second special surprise guest on the American Variety Network's 250th episode. And now, ladies and gentlemen, give a round of applause and welcome special surprise guest. Longtime fan of American Variety Network and a personal friend of Alex Cardinali. Coming to us from Redbud, Illinois, is Jeremy Stelhern. Give it up for Jeremy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for our second special surprise guest? I am readier than ever. You know, as I was thinking about who should be one of my guests on the 250th episode, I wanted someone who respected me as a person, and someone who has always been there for me when I needed a friend. I wanted someone who loves my show. I also wanted someone who tunes into each and every one of my shows live. And I also wanted someone who has brought me many listeners. I'm happy to not only tell you that this man respects me, but he respects my show. And in his very own words, He considers my podcast to be very good, and he listens to all of my podcasts, and I'm honored he spends two hours of each day to listen to my show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my best friend, Jeremy Stellhorn. Jeremy, how are you tonight, sir? I'm doing good, Alex. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm happy to be celebrating my 250 episodes with some wonderful guests. So are you ready to celebrate 250 episodes? I am. We're really excited. My little guy is super excited to hear you on the radio tonight, Alex. Oh, that's awesome. That's great to hear. But, yes, congratulations on 250. I'm proud of you. It's been a good show. I'm enjoying it. Awesome. So, uh, how did you find out about my show? Oh, I'm kind of like a big fish head, so I was re- looking up all the podcasts on fish on iTunes, and I, that's how I came across your show. I found you on the iTunes and started tuning in. Ah, uh, very nice. I'm glad to hear that. So, uh, what is your favorite show to date? Um, the aquatic, the fish shows, I enjoy your salt and your freshwater fish shows. Those are usually my favorite. I like your tragedy shows. Um, your talk show is fun. I enjoy hearing some of your ideas. That's awesome. So I've got a lifelong fan from you then. (laughs) Yeah. But, so, uh, yeah, I enjoy the shows. Awesome. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. 
So, what were your thoughts when you first saw my show? Um, I enjoyed it. At first, all I listened to was your fish shows, but I ended up picking up on more of them and kind of going through after talking with you and listening. And you know, I enjoy. I didn't think I'd enjoy your baking show as much as I did. I enjoyed the you know some of your other shows as I got into no more of the shows you did. Very good. I'm glad to hear that. So, in your opinion. Why do you recommend people to listen to my show? It's entertaining, and you do quite a few shows, so you can be entertained almost every night of the week. It's kind of, you know, like sitting back and listening to your friends talk. It's kind of a fun show to sit back and get through your day at work or whatever with. I agree 100% with you on that. I know we've been talking on Facebook a lot about our shows, and I know that you tune into all of my shows, so I'd like to say right here, right now, on our 250th episode, I'm really thankful to have you as a listener, and as I said earlier on the show, you have really increased my audience, and I'm forever thankful for that. Thank you, Alex. You're welcome. So, I know that you're a big podcast guy, so what are some shows or some things you'd like to see me do in the future? I would love to see the Aquarimax podcast that you do a show with them. Um, I also maybe on Brad's greenhouse from YouTube. I really enjoy his shows as I grow orchids and um, carnivorous plants and stuff like he does. And he's got a few neat tanks and good stuff. Um, and Rebecca Bush, uh, independent filmmaker. I wouldn't mind having her here in a show with you and her do a show. She's really good. Awesome. Well, I think you're going to be really surprised because actually I have a podcast scheduled for an interview with Aquira Max live right here on the American Variety Network in the coming week. So I can't wait that's, for that. That's awesome. I can't wait for that one either. It's always nice to kind of hear what your people you enjoy listening to are like in real person where they're actually talking and getting to know people. So it's kind of neat to see the personalities behind the show. So do you think it's possible for me to have you as a guest and a co-host more often? (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how time provides. We'll go with that, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think it's great that uh, I can have you as a guest on my 250th episode because we have uh, great personality. We're great friends, and I think it's great that I've had you on the show today. I'm really enjoying it, and so is my family. Brody's all smiles listening right now. He's all excited, so... Thank you, Alex. I really appreciate having the opportunity to be on. You're welcome. So when was the first time you saw my show? Was it a while ago or was it recently? Um, it was several months ago, but I've been through almost all your podcasts through the iTunes link. Uh-huh. I think I listened to a few a while back, like maybe a year ago, and then I kind of got back on it once it hit iTunes, and I've been listening nonstop since. Very nice. I'm very happy for loyal listeners like yourself. And, you know, I love my listeners very much. I don't do my shows to get money like some other shows out there. I don't do it to brag. I do it because I love people. That is true. We've had that conversation many a times, and that's why you've done some of your holiday shows, so people have something to listen to and enjoy during the holidays. For people who don't have somebody always there with them, they can always turn on your show and have entertainment as they sit there and enjoy their holidays. That's really cool. I actually appreciate that. 
Yes, that's awesome. So I think uh, American Variety Network is going to become one of the most popular networks, hopefully. I believe it will. You just keep plugging away and doing what you do, and it'll turn out well. Well, I want to thank you for agreeing to be a guest here Thank you, Alex, and um, congratulations on 250. Can't wait to do 500 with you. Have a great night, Alex. Bye. Bye. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got one more special guest. That is Mr. Ryan Merkley, and that's going to be in about 20 minutes or so. So, now is part of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to comedy clips right now. You know, this guy is from comedy. for a few fart jokes. Where would a comedy show be without a few fart jokes? Question. Do you ever have to fart on a bus or an airplane or in some public place, but you hadn't been farting all that day, so you didn't really know the nature of the beast? You only knew there was lots of it. (laughs) In a situation like that, what you have to do is to release a test fart. (laughs) You have to arrange to release quietly and in a carefully controlled manner about 10 to 15 percent of the total fart in order to determine if those around you can handle it or or if in fact you may be about to precipitate a public health emergency when releasing a test fart it is often good to engage in an act of subterfuge such as reaching for a magazine. (laughs) Say, is that Golf Digest? (laughs) That doesn't smell too horrifying. In fact, in an odd way, it's rather pleasant. I think they ought to enjoy the rest of this baby. And it turns out to be one of those farts that would strip the varnish off a footlocker. A fart that could end a marriage. And everyone around you heads for the exits. Even the people on the airplane. 
As you realize, it is time to review your fiber intake. It might not be necessary, after all, each morning to eat an entire wicker swing set. I have no ending for this, so I take a small bow. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm a modern man, a man for the millennium, digital and smoke-free. A diversified, multicultural, postmodern deconstructionist, politically, anatomically, and ecologically incorrect. I've been uplinked and downloaded, I've been inputted and outsourced, I know the upside of downsizing, I know the downside of upgrading. I'm a high-tech lowlife, a cutting-edge, state-of-the-art, bi-coastal multitasker, and I can give you a gigabyte in a nanosecond. I'm new wave, but I'm old school, and my inner child is outward bound. I'm a hot-wired, heat-seeking, warm-hearted, cool customer, voice-activated and biodegradable. I interface with my database, my database is in cyberspace, so I'm interactive, I'm hyperactive, and from time to time, I'm radioactive. Behind the eight ball, ahead of the curve, riding the wave, dodging the bullet, pushing the envelope. I'm on point, on task, on message, and off drugs. I got no need for coke and speed. I got no urge to binge and purge. I'm in the moment, on the edge, over the top, but under the radar. A high-concept, low-profile, medium-range ballistic missionary. A streetwise smart bomb. A top-gun bottom feeder. I wear power ties. I tell power lies. I take power naps. I run victory laps. I'm a totally ongoing, bigfoot, slam-dunk rainmaker with a proactive outreach. A raging workaholic. A working rageaholic out of rehab and in denial. I got a personal trainer, a personal shopper, a personal assistant, and a personal agenda. You can't shut me up. You can't dumb me down, because I'm tireless and I'm wireless. I'm an alpha male on beta blockers. I'm a non-believer and an overachiever, laid back but fashion forward, up front, down home, low rent, high maintenance, supersized, long-lasting, high-definition, fast-acting, oven-ready, and built to last. I'm a hands-on, foot-loose, knee-jerk, head case, prematurely post-traumatic, and I have a love child who sends me hate mail. But I'm feeling, I'm caring, I'm healing, I'm sharing. A supportive, bonding, nurturing, primary caregiver. My output is down, but my income is up. I take a short position on the long bond, and my revenue stream has its own cash flow. I read junk mail, I eat junk food, I buy junk bonds, I watch trash sports. I'm gender-specific, capital-intensive, user-friendly, and lactose intolerant. I like rough sex. I like tough love. I use the F word in my email, and the software on my hard drive is hardcore, no soft porn. I bought a microwave at a mini mall. I bought a minivan at a mega store. I eat fast food in the slow lane. I'm toll-free, bite-sized, ready-to-wear, and I come in all sizes. A fully-equipped, factory-authorized, hospital-tested, clinically-proven, scientifically-formulated medical miracle. I've been pre-washed, pre-cooked, pre-heated, pre-screened, pre-approved, pre-packaged, post-dated, freeze-dried, double-wrapped, vacuum-packed, and I have an unlimited broadband capacity. I'm a rude dude, but I'm the real deal. Lean and mean, cocked, locked, and ready to rock. 
Rough, tough, and hard to bluff. I take it slow. I go with the flow. I ride with the tide. I got glide in my stride. Driving and moving, sailing and spinning, jiving and grooving, wailing and winning. I don't snooze, so I don't lose. I keep the pedal to the metal and the rubber on the road. I party hardy, and lunchtime is crunch time. I'm hanging in, there ain't no doubt, and I'm hanging tough over and out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Way to go. Thank you. But in the bullshit department, in the bullshit department, a businessman can't hold a candle to a clergyman. Because I got to tell you the truth, folks. I got to tell you the truth. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe in awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Religion. Religion easily has the greatest bullshit story ever told. Think about it. Religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man living in the sky who watches everything you do every minute of every day and the invisible man has a special list of ten things he does not want you to do and if you do any of these ten things he has a special place full of fire and smoke and burning and torture and anguish where he will send you to live and suffer and burn and choke and scream and cry forever and ever till the end of time but he loves you He loves you. He loves you and he needs money. He always needs money. He's all powerful, all perfect, all knowing, and all wise. Somehow, just can't handle money. Religion takes in billions of dollars, they pay no taxes, and they always need a little more. Now, you talk about a good bullshit story. Holy shit. Thank you. Thank you. But, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, God. Oh, George Carlin's a hilarious movie. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so we've got about nine minutes. Until our next guest arrives, and you know what? I can't wait until our next guest is here on our 250th episode. I'm actually having a blast, and I'm glad to see so many of you tuning in live to the 250th episode right here on the American Variety Network. Let's hear it for the American Variety Network's 250th episode. I'm really happy to be celebrating 250 episodes of all of you. My great listeners out there. So right now, we're going to play two songs to buy us some time for our guests. The first song I'm going to play is by Ricky Martin, and it is called Living La Vida Loca, which is a song I use when I'm getting ready for a party. Captain 
get kicked to the dirt Trying to make it work, man, these times are hard So we're gonna stop by drinking on tea bottles of wine Shit talking up all night Two things we haven't for a while Why? Ryan Merkley, 
how are you, sir? And thank you so much for accepting the invite to be on the 250th episode tonight. No, thanks for having me, Alex. Really appreciate it. I'm really honored to have you here on the show tonight, and I'm glad that you accepted the the offer to be here tonight. So uh, what is Farm Boy Reef? Tell us all about it. Well, Farm Boy Reef, well, it's all the uh, reef tanks and and farming as well. Um, I got into uh, into saltwater tanks um, a few years ago. I was about 27 years old. Um, I've been in it since how I got got into this this hobby when I was about eight or nine. First, what I really enjoyed was like uh, ponds and koi ponds. I always wanted one. My parents said, well, if you can build it, you can have one. So that's how I got started into, like, into fish tanks as well. So, yeah. Awesome. Then, uh... So uh, when did your in, love for reef begin? And what got you into broke up on Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me clearly now? Yep. Okay. So when did your love for reefs begin, and what got you into reefs? So my, well, I got into reefing when, uh, so when I had my my ponds, I ended up going to the local fish store, and I had to get a tank for these goldfish because I live in Ontario, Canada, and it's cold in the winter, so you have to get your fish out of your pond. So I ended up getting into the, end up going into the marine section of the fish store, and I got addicted since when I seen all those beautiful marine fish and colors and all different inverts and crabs, I was hooked. So after that, I said to myself, well, when I get old enough and have enough money, I'm going to get myself a reef tank. So when I was 20 years old and working on the farm, saving my money, I went and bought my first fish tank, a 220-gallon, and I've been hooked since. So it's been a great hobby. Oh, very nice. Now, I'm a fish on this live rock guy, so what are some of your favorite saltwater fish? Um, I'm really, I really enjoy the tangs. All different kinds of tangs, yellow tangs, nasser tangs, tipper tangs, soft baits. I really enjoy those fish. They're very uh, bright, vibrant. They're good in your tanks for eating algae. They all have their purpose. And they're just, uh, the personality is, is great. They're like having a pet, you know, a pet dog. When you see them, they're happy to see you. A couple of your fish you can actually pet. So you guys have great personality. Yeah, I agree with you. I've actually watched a lot of your YouTube videos, and I've noticed you have a very beautiful naso tang and a blue hippo tang. Now, tangs are actually a dream fish of mine, and I'm converting my 120-gallon tank just to have them. So what are your thoughts on tangs? My thoughts on tangs? Um, yeah, you should definitely get some tangs. Like my naso tang, I've had it for many years now. He's almost 12 inches long. He has his show streamers. He's really, he's really been taken off on. He's been really well. Um, then I have a yellow belly, uh, hippo tang, regal tang. He's almost 11 inches himself. And, uh, they're, they're great fish to have on your marine, marine tanks. Very nice. I love the tanks. They're a, a dream fish of mine. So I've been browsing through your Facebook group all day and all week. And thank you very much for adding me on that group. Oh, I'm happy to have you. Awesome. So I love looking at the many awesome different reefs and such that are on your group. So I recommend all of our listeners out there to join the Farm Boy Reef Club on Facebook. Now, can you tell our listeners about the Facebook group and then also as well throw in details about your contest you do as well? 
Yeah, it's not a problem. So how the how the club all came about? Well, I do a lot of YouTube videos and like through all of my marine fish and fitness and stuff. A lot of them wanted you know see the guy behind the camera, you know, and discuss the hobby. So I thought, well, how what's the easiest way for me to do this? So I thought I'm going to start up a club. So if I start up a club in each of these, you know, these topics, we can, you know, one-on-one talk about things a lot better and help each other. So by opening, you know, the Facebook club for uh, Farm Boy Reef, this way I could, you know, chat with all my subscribers and we could chat and learn about these tanks together. So it's been really great on uh, communicating and just, you know, even making friends with a lot of these people. It's been great. Um, so, yeah, so with everything that's been going on. On, I usually have a show called Coral Friday. Every Friday I get a new coral. I talk about it, you know, what its requirements are to keep it in your tank. So I thought if I start having a contest and get all my club members interacting with it, we can all, you know, you know, become a group, get closer, and just it's fun to have contests and everybody enjoys it in this hobby. And just by, you know, getting some great sponsors, we're getting a lot of great uh, contest prizes, and everybody just has a good time on the weekend, you know, I play it from Friday to Sunday, and everyone's welcome uh, to pitch in. And usually I do the code word, and whoever can guess the code word, the first 30 are in the contest, and then the name generator, and we pick the winner on Sunday mornings, and we ship it out. Everybody has a great time with that, and uh, a lot of great members end up meeting with great friends. I have a you know a great buddy named Rob. He's both you know in my fitness and uh, in my farm boy reef. You know we've been friends, and I'm gonna head down to Orlando and uh, you know get to meet him face to face because we chat every day. And same with uh, my great buddy. Uh, uh, Richard uh, Back, he's another YouTuber. We collaborate, and he's in my clubs. And we met down at Magnus. So it's been really well. You guys should check him out. Aficionado, he's a really good guy as well. So yeah, but that's how the Facebook uh, club. And I have a lot of great members uh, in the Fun by Reef Club. It's it's been great. We chat with them all the time. A lot of great information. They all have beautiful tanks. It's been uh, it's been a great experience. So your contest are they are they Canada wide or do you do the United States as well? I, I do Canada wide. I do worldwide. I want to make sure everyone has a chance to connect and you know, just learn about the hobby and win these great prizes. Everybody should be equal. Everybody should uh, have a chance to win. That's why I run it from Friday to Sunday because we have a lot of different farm hands in different countries, different time zones. And I want to make sure everybody has that chance to win that great prize for their tank. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that it's a worldwide thing. So I'm going to have to join it with time when I have Reef. Yep. Yeah, everybody should get there, you know, have the same opportunity as everybody else in uh, different countries, uh, everyone to be equal and everybody to win. Awesome. Now, I've also seen on your Facebook that you are a fitness guru, and I'd like to talk briefly about that, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, that's not a problem. Yeah, in the fitness, uh, the Mercedes Fitness Club, uh, it's been great. I have a YouTube channel as I'm as well. I'm not on it as much as I am as a farm boy reef, but... Um, how I ended up getting the Mercury Fitness, and actually the nickname Mercury Fitness came from uh, one of my coworkers because my last name's Mercury, and you know I like to work out, so he put the Mercury's together and it, it stuck. So it's been great. So I ended up using it for the Mercury Fitness Club. Um, how it all came about, I used to weigh uh, 273 pounds 11 months ago, and how that all came about, I was sitting on the couch one day, and I, you know I got three boys, you know they're all under four, and. Uh, they always, they're very energetic. They wanted to play all the time, and they come up and, you know, trying to pull me off the couch. I'm like, kids, you know, I'm sorry. I'm tired. I don't want to do anything. And then just the look in their eyes, like, it was almost, like, disappointing. I'm like, this is not going to happen again. I, I, you know, I'm going to change my life. So I started working out every day, eating clean, staying positive, you know, dropping that weight. Today I'm 226 pounds, staying, you know, trying to stay lean. 
and awesome. uh, just, you know, I've been doing different competitions and stuff like that. And then I opened the Mercury Fitness Club because it's great for everybody to, you know, connect, help each other, learn, you know, make some, you know, great friends. You know, like my, my buddy, um, uh, Michael Durant, a.k.a. Chicken Hawk, and D.D. Garcia's Wonder Woman, they're all in there, and we chat all the time and help each other. So it's, it's been a great experience. I'm glad to hear you lost a lot of weight. That's impressive. Thank you. So why do you feel fitness is important? Well, I feel fitness is important. You know, we're only on this, you know, this earth once, so why don't we just take the opportunity of everything that we can do physically, you know, and try to be a great role model for our friends and our family and our children. You know, as I'm going to stay fit, I want to make sure and push my children, you know, into fitness and just keep striving. You never know, you know, where they're going to go with fitness or even just as reef tanks. So I just, you know, building tanks for my, you know, my kids, teaching them about marine biology. Maybe they'll be a marine biologist one day and, you know, helping the oceans, you know, cure certain things. And just, you know, the, the world needs to, you know, keep bettering itself, you know, through staying healthy this day and age. So it's been great. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for being a great guest here on our 250th episode. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's, it's been great. It's been fun. Thank you. I had a uh, Once again, all, all of our listeners out there, check out the fan group, uh, Farm Boy Reef Club. You have a great night, and thank you for being a great guest. Well, thank you very much, Alex. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. We'll, we'll chat on Facebook when I become friends with you. You're a great guy. Sounds good. You have yourself a great night. You too. Thanks. Awesome. So there you have it, folks. Three wonderful guests on this 250th episode. You know, I'm really honored to have this opportunity to show here on Blog Talk Radio and B, have some wonderful people calling my show, three guests tonight. And see all of you wonderful listeners into the show. I love all of you, my listeners, and I hope all the new listeners who are to the American Variety Network for the very first time. I would love if you guys become loyal listeners to the American Variety Network. So, I'm not sure if my microphone is breaking up right now. Um, All right, guys, sorry about that. There seems to be a lot of uh, tech issues tonight. But, um, like I was saying, for all of our new listeners out there, I would uh, appreciate if you became a loyal listener to my show. So I really recommend you check out all of my upcoming shows here on the American Variety Network. Click the follow button on my page, blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. So hopefully I sound perfect now, and uh, hopefully you were able to understand me on this show. See, this is the beauty of live radio. Tech issues, breaking up, but still, this is a, still a great show. All right, so we've got 15 minutes left, and the people behind the scenes want me to go a full two hours. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play uh, Love Me Like You Do, and then I'm also going to play Celebration one more time, 
And we'll come back. I'll discuss one more topic, and we'll end this great show.
Now, uh, I don't know if I was the first American network here on Blog Talk Radio. I mean, I assume I am. And so I'm going to say that I am the best and the first American network here on Blog Talk Radio. But until someone proves me wrong, I will say that I am the first American network on Blog Talk Radio. Now, actually, uh, a good friend of mine by the name of James Jones suggested to me that I do a network because before I had a network, I was doing so many shows with so many accounts here on Blog Talk Radio. I had the Aquatic Wet lineup. I had the Chef Carnelli cooking show up. I had an Alice Carnelli talk show up. And then I had an entertainment show up and a WWE show up. And he said to me, you know, you do a lot of shows. You do like two or three shows a day. Why don't you just create a network and do one show a day and cut the work you do? And I thought that was a great idea. And that's what I did. So part of the reason that the American Variety Network exists is due to my crayfish man friend, James Jones' idea. All right. So I originally created the American Variety Network to cut back on the amount of shows that I was doing and only have one account here on Blog Talk Radio, and I'm glad this account is American Variety Network. So, you know, I am really proud of everything the American Variety Network is already accomplishing in one year's time. We've had wonderful guests on the show, like an accomplished rapper and entertainer in Ryan Serini. We've had ARC owner Judd McCrucken come on the show. He'll be live on Monday, November 30th for you guys. And there's going to be some other wonderful guests coming on the show. So there is a lot of things that I'm really uh, proud of. So, so like I was saying, there's a lot of things that I am thankful for here on the American Variety Network, all of my great guests and all of you, my listeners. So I just thought that I would personally bring that up for you guys. So that's going to do it for us tonight. Here on our 250th episode, I do apologize for some of the tech issues that took place, but hey, this is live radio, and sometimes tech issues do happen. Ladies and gentlemen, we have now crushed 250 episodes here on the American Variety Network, Woo! and I want to thank you all for being here live on our 250th episode. Now, we are getting ready for our next milestone, which will be 300 episodes. So, we're going to end this show on a high note. A special thank you to all the listeners, and a special thank you to everyone who supported me over the last 250 episodes. I'll see you all for another 250 when we celebrate our 500th episode. Stay tuned for our next celebration, 
which will be our record-breaking 300th episode, which may include prizes. So, you should become a fan of the American Variety Network right now, because we're going to have our 300th episode with prizes. So, good night, everyone, and thanks for your love and support. We're going to finish the American Variety Network with some Coke and some rum, because I'm going to drink some Coke and rum to celebrate, and Ryan Serini is going to sing us off and sing us out with the song, Shots to Us. Thank you for participating in our 250th episode. We hope you'll tune into all the episodes here on the American Variety Network and become a loyal fan. We'll see you for another 250 episodes. Alice Cardinelli is out of here. Thank you to Jonathan Trzynski, Jeremy Stellhorn, and Ryan Markley for being great guests. Good night, everyone. Hey, man. I just, I really want to take the time to, to say that after everything we've seen, everything that happened, everything we overcame, <laughs> it feels pretty damn good to say we made it out, man. So, this shots to us. Back in 06 is when I felt this. It was Hollywood a bus with this music. So I did what I had to do. Left North Avenue, hit LU with a whole new attitude. And I still catch heat for it. You would have thought I left the Bulls like Mike Jordan. But I never turn my back on the team, yo. Cause I know in my heart I ain't get here alone. It all started at the park, we was 30 deep. Baseball all day kept us off the streets. We played till midnight under tennis court lights. That's how we spent our summers, it was the way of life. Then life happened, in came distractions. Getting high and chasing tails, way more attractive. Not many survived, but we were up against. So the shot here's to all of us left. One shot, two shot, three shot, hey! Keep on bringing them shots our way. We made it out and now we celebrate. This shot's to us, this shot's to us. One shot, two shot, three shot, hey! Keep on bringing them shots our way. We made it out and now we celebrate. This shot's to us, this shot's to us. I remember when we didn't fear anything and we could be anything, chase any dream. Money didn't matter, we had everything. Too young to see how much our fam was struggling. We were oblivious, hopeful, and innocent. Cause back then we weren't judged for our differences. Broke it home, a picket fence, we could care less. And no one gave a fuck what the pay sub said. We tried more to get laid than to graduate. And we ain't no Section 8 back in them days. Some of us ended up with brick houses, cocaine addictions, friends evicted, 12-step programs, dads in rehab, moms in the house trying not to relapse. It was an uphill battle each and every day, motivated by the pain we're on our way. One shot, two shot, three shot, hey, keep on bringing them shots our way. We made it out and now we celebrate. This shot's to us, this shot's to us. One shot, two shot, three shot, hey. seen some shit, no doubt about it, and now the day goes by, we don't talk about it, back when we were kids, who thought it'd come to this, music and sports are only two outlets, 
the little we had, we fought to protect it. Work on our craft all night till we perfect it. It's not a question, success is a must. Don't be jealous of us, we never had much. Kicking it in them basements for ages. Conversating, praying that we make it. Remember each fist fight and every black eye. Anything for the team, man, ride or die. Pushing carts at Walmart, but we had heart. We were saying like heroes with street smarts. People wrote us off our whole lives, and here we are still at it, making headlines. One shot, two shot, three shot, hey, keep on bringing them shots our way. We made it out, and now we celebrate. This shot to us, this shot to us. One shot, two shot, three shot, hey, keep on bringing them shots our way. We made it out, and now we celebrate. This shot to us. The American Variety Network would like to thank Jonathan Straczynski, Jeremy Stelher, and Ryan Merkley for being our three awesome guests on our 250th episode. A huge thank you to all of the listeners who tuned into the show and celebrated our 250th episode with us. We hope you enjoyed the show and had just as much fun as Alex and his guests did. Now it's time to get ready to crush the next milestone which will be 300 episodes. Stay tuned for another 250 episodes. Thanks for being a part of this milestone.